Before we start, this episode of Gayish features graphic discussion and even jokes about self-harm, self-injury, and suicide. If that is something you'd prefer not to hear, or if there's any possibility that it will be a trigger for you in any way, we suggest you please skip this episode. If you or anyone you love is struggling with self-harm, please contact Self Abuse Finally Ends, or SAFE, at www.selfinjury.com or call their 24-hour hotline at 1-800-366-8288. That's 800-366-8288. And now, enjoy Gayish. Tell me it gets better. Say that it gets better. O-P-S, I'm O-P-S, I'm Gayish. Hello everyone in the podcast universe, this is Gayish. The podcast whose queer eye can't even read the top row on the eye chart. <laughs> oh, because it's not good. It's, it's not. It's not so great. <laughs> it's like mildly queer. It just dipped its toe in the queer water. Oh, Truvada. A Truvada ad played on a tab <laughs> that I had open. Mike, what if I told you about turning off your shit? We tr- talked about this time I, and again. I turned off my shit. I have a Truvada ad that disagrees with you. <laughs> Where were we? Where were we? Uh, something queer. We suck. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm Mike Johnson. <laughs> I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. I don't know what I'm going to do with that intro. <laughs> that was weird. All right. Um, Today, we're going to talk about... Self-harm. Self-harm. This is another one of those. Like I feel like every now and then, we just do these heavy like whew, episodes. So this is one of those. Did you know that March 1st was Self-Harm Awareness Day? Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? I thought maybe you'd planned this, but no, no. no. Okay, great. <laughs> you give me too much credit, which I appreciate. Uh, um, but first. But first, Mike, since we're doing something that's more about like mental health. Yeah. I want to just start by asking, how are you? Oh, pass. <laughs> no, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm having a, I'm having, unemployment isn't really going to work for me so well, I don't think, uh, unless I just needed some more okay first of all the doctor said my blood pressure is way down which is pretty great oh um was that a problem or i mean i I mean it wasn't it wasn't bad but it was high Mm, okay um but apparently it's like way down sweet Um, yeah to even like healthy maybe um (laughs) i may even be healthy (laughs) um i've been having a hard week with it but i think that's you know, I was, I've been really busy since stopping my job, and this has been the first, like, full week of not really fuck all going on. Yeah. Um, how are you? I'm, I've been so shitty for so many weeks in a row, and then this week, I think some meds kicked in, and mm-hmm. I don't, I forget if I've talked about it, my psychiatrist said that we are opening the floodgates on the medication because we've tried a few different ones and it has been working. So finally he was like, you tolerate medication really well. Let's do it. More of that, more of that, every medication for you. So your purse looks like Karen Walker's purse. (laughs) Yes, just gin and pills. (laughs) Um, No, gin is gross. Um, And you're not drinking. I'm not drinking. Yes, that's another thing. I feel a little bit, you know, with the 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 fans i'm sorry to say it's rosé not today you can't laughing while shaking your head kind of negates the laughing rosé Ro, um no rosé rosé no way no way rosé <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i that i feel like as a, a doctor once pointed out to me it, it's stupid like once he said it, it was like oh duh he's like Alcohol's a depressant. Yeah. So like if duh, you're depressed, not, it's not great. Not gonna help. <laughs> not great. So just so much medication, no alcohol, and this week has been fine. Yeah, you look good. Okay. Is that a new shirt? No. You almost never have new clothes. So Oh like, no, I'm getting down to the clothes I don't usually wear because I'm like running out of laundry. Oh. Well, you should run it clothes more often. I like that shirt. I know. I like this is like a sweater, which is so annoying. I like my just black t-shirts i should i i don't like this is like big and i'm warm and it's stupid yeah (laughs) you're like steve jobs but alive and less gay and i don't have cancer in the bullet okay liver liver something asshole i don't know (laughs) earlobe okay yeah uh oh this episode is weird i love it (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, something I wanted to tell you. Okay. I forgot to tell you last time. Mm-hmm. So we talked about in the live episode about like when's the last time you hooked up with a straight guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like the secret where like I put it out into the world. You put it that, on your vision board. I put and... it on my vision board. I had uh, night dreams about it. Ooh. I put a rock under my... What the fuck is your computer doing? Is that my computer? I thought so. I don't know. God, I am the worst. <laughs> you Okay, I told you to turn off things and you turn off literally nothing. I turned off everything. No, you didn't. The noises we're hearing beg to differ. All right. I'll put it over there, then, it, then it's away. Like proximity like has something to do with it. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you an important story. You're right. About a straight guy. You fucked a straight guy. Well, no. I mean, but we, he, he we fucked, fucked you. you. And there was no, like, penetration, but... Um, but... Uh, so we, we, like, fooled around. And then afterwards, we were, like, talking. I don't know why. I don't get what why that happened. <laughs> this is the episode of Distractions. My dog just knocked over some bins. He is searching your place for some food. Yep. It's like I don't feed him. You he do, knows, though, right? Oh, sometimes. Okay. When he's been good. Okay, um, wait, so let's back up. <laughs> straight guy. Straight guy. Where did he come from? Um, where did he go? <laughs> where did he come from? Cotton where, Joe. Where did he come? <laughs> where did he go? Um, no, so uh, he came to my place and he went away. How did you meet this boy? Um, on uh, an app. Um, so he's not that straight. And, well, okay, so, so we were talking and he was like, yeah, I identify as straight. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and his rationale was, um, interesting. He said to him being, being straight, he's straight because he only likes guys. So gay to him, it's like, oh, like gay or queer. It's like, that's different or or odd or weird. And I'm not that I only like one thing. So I'm like, that means I'm straight. So he thought it was just like I like I just go directly to one gender. I don't understand. I think he's just bad at English. Uh well, you know, if he wants to def- redefine the word straight and gay, like what, you know, what's it matter to me? I still got a dick in the mouth. <laughs> okay. Okay. So someone that self-identifies as straight for like some odd logic. So, yeah. Not exactly what we expected, but more recent than college now. I'm really Check. disappointed now. I thought that some like s- straight married broy guy like let you diddle him <laughs> and that's not what happened at all okay don't using the word diddle sounds like a pedophile <laughs> you cannot use that as a euphemism for sex unless you do mean diddling okay. you're i'm a train wreck so i'm a fucking worst. train wreck today <laughs> how much of that did you spill scotch yeah zero. Oh, i thought you'd <laughs> My beverages don't usually have ice yeah, in them. Yeah. So the fact that I'm drinking scotch is like yeah. new to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very important update, everyone. All the alcohol has changed in this episode. It's a different world starting today. So speaking of sketchy hookups, um, <laughs> uh, so the Oscars were Sunday mm-hmm. and Gus Kenworthy and his boyfriend went to and the this Oscars. this is last Sunday by the time this airs. Yeah. Yeah. Time is weird. Okay. So, uh, 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 guess Gus Canworthy and his boyfriend were on the carpet. At, Matt. At, yeah, Matt. You told me about him last time and I remembered his name. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. Um, apparently they met Ricky Martin and his husband Juan at the Oscars. Did they all fuck? <laughs> so, no, they didn't fuck. But how do you know? But, well, okay, because on Instagram, uh, Gus Canworthy posted what i thought was really adorable he he posted uh craigslist missed connections live in la vida lonely <laughs> m for m la california us we were wearing black ralph lauren t- tuxedos mine had little cowboys on it you you were also both wearing tuxedos because well because it was the oscars and everybody does you and your husband stood out though partly because you're both gorgeous but also because you're literally ricky martin and juan yosef <laughs> the four of us chatted and laughed but then sadly got separated in the chaos of the oscars my bf and i searched for you both for the rest of the night but never found you again in town for a week let's connect <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's adorable so adorable it's annoying I hate him 
I think that there's an age difference too in that relationship. Like, Who, Ricky or Gus? Gus. I, I, I think I'm going to start calling them by their first name because we are. I'm setting up clearly putting things into the world makes them come around to me. So if I pretend like they're my friends, it's going to happen pretty soon. I've seen a couple of photos that make me believe that Matt is like my age. Huh? Is it because the hairline? Hairline and like his. Um, he has a countant face and furled brow. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. It's just the face is like accountant like. Also, I think that Gus is too good for him. Don't tell him. <laughs> uh, let's see that. So that was that. I also wanted to talk about on on Facebook. So I, I have a lot of dumb friends on Facebook. <laughs> are they all your family? Some are. Yes. <laughs> Some of the dumb ones are. Yes. There's a Venn diagram, right? Of my Facebook friends the ones that I'm related to and the ones that are dumb. Mm -hmm. There's some overlap there. Yeah, sure. I think we all have dumb relatives. <laughs> Somebody posted this. It's a picture of a random black guy and a bunch of Cadbury candy bars. And it says, this is the guy who added his infected blood to Cadbury products. For the next few weeks, do not eat any products from Cadbury, as a worker from the company has added his blood contaminated with HIV, parentheses, AIDS. <laughs> it was shown yesterday on BBC News. Please forward this message to people who you, to people who you care. <laughs> to people who you care about, I'm sure. But that's not the only thing that's wrong with this. What do you, th what do you think is wrong with this? Well, the fact that you said a random black guy who like, okay, one, like that would never happen because they have, oh, it's a guy getting arrested. Great. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's how HIV, well, the fact HIV and AIDS are not interchangeable. You cannot get AIDS and from you eating can't, food. And yeah, like that's just, that's what, I, yeah, you, that's not how HIV works. Like you, and like you can't. That's not even how like the factory is going to work. Like no one's going to sit there and cut themselves and oh, this goes along with self harm. Like someone <laughs> sat there and cut himself and bled into the chocolate. Like that. I don't think that's a thing. Yep. I think everyone would be like, "Hey, uh, Randy, like, do you know you're bleeding into the chocolate? Let's. This is not like. Let's not do this again. <laughs> you need to go home. <laughs> you were fired last week." <laughs> Hey, Randy. Stop it. <laughs> Randy, get away from the candy. Randy, stop. I see that bandage you're unbandaging. Stop it. Don't pull out those stitches. <laughs> That's gross. That's not how AIDS works. Other things immediately that stuck out to me, things that are meant to render credence, add credence to the thing so that it's believable, like mm -hmm. a picture, a picture of a random black guy yeah. to a, to like random white people on the internet means like, oh, it must scary. have happened. Like oh. it's scary. Oh, I thought BBC was like the trying to add validity. It was shown yesterday on BBC News. First of all, this has no date. We don't know when yesterday is, right? <laughs> That's not how memes work. They don't go everywhere instantaneously. On like right? just one day. Yeah, yeah. And then like the next day, all the elves are like, pull down that meme. It's not yesterday anymore. Yeah. And BBC, that sounds, oh, it's British. It's a big deal. Mm. Like, yeah. I, okay. That is fair. British are fancy and they know what the fuck's up. That's true. That's true. I agree. And their accents make everything sound smarter. Yeah. They can say the dumbest shit ever, but that accent just makes it sound legit. And sometimes I don't understand them, so I just nod along. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to talk about. Wait, did so like that just is a made random made up thing? That yeah. Yeah. Snopes says from... that that's just absolutely untrue. And the, the big the big the big thing is you can't get AIDS from food. You're like even if that person actually existed, even if that person actually got their blood into the candy, you can't get AIDS from it. Like you can't, HIV like, can't live in the air. You have to have like liquid to liquid contact with somebody. Oh, liquid mm. blood to blood. If we weren't talking about HIV, that would sound sexy. Yeah. Liquid to liquid contact. Oh my God. It's like O-Town liquid dreams. That's a throwback to, um, I didn't realize that. It can't live in the air? It can't live in the air. Oh. Nope. Huh. Do you think, can birds get HIV? Well, not for very long, but like, and even though it's in saliva and it's in sweat, uh, the CDC says that there have been exactly zero cases that have been attributed to sweat or saliva as the transmitting agent. So I can continue to invite sweaty bros to my place and lick them yep. without fear. Yep. Great. 
yep. that's ideal because I would do that anyway. Yep. I'll take a hit of HIV if that if it means licking a bro. Yep, that's fine. Yep. Now, like the longer that story percolates in here, <laughs> the more upset I am. <laughs> well, you're one that's like you really love your definitions, and you're like words have meaning, and they're then like that's not the definition of this word. Right. But it all goes back to it's Trump's America. You can say any old fucking thing you want to, and it can mean whatever you want it to, whether people hear you or not. America. This maybe one reason we like British people is also like they don't have Trump, although they did Brexit. So we kind of feel like buddies, like, hey, y'all are fucked up, too. Yeah. Let's hold hands across the ocean. Um, and Italy is super fucked now. Oh, yeah? What like, did they do? They went far right. Far That's, right. Uh, like, they voted for this dude. Um, nobody got a majority, but the person who's apparently going to be able to cobble together a, a coalition to run Italy is like, uh, he, he said that there needs to be a deep cleansing of, oh of, no of italy hey politicians yeah. don't use the word cleansing even if you mean like your bathtub like just don't just don't do it <laughs> whenever you hear mike's ice take a drink of scotch mm-hmm. along with him um i think that what it comes down to is like what does it matter if this dude called himself straight how does that affect it like what what does that matter to you what you know, why can't we, I feel like the, the part of the movement that we all need to be embracing is like, accept everyone, um, and, and, and love it. And like the more open and, you know, letting people be themselves that we can do the better. Again, that was a really weird phrasing of that sentence that I feel like, all right, maybe we do need to work on endings. Do you want to take another run at it? (laughs) No, cause I forgot what I said already. So I couldn't redo it if I tried. What bugs me about him? <laughs> okay, let's get back to that. Is that is a majority term? That is a term of privilege, and I feel like it's cowardice that he's convinced himself is bravery hmm. or progressivity. Like it's a fuck ton a lot easier to tell people that you're straight, even though you're banging dudes. I, like I don't. I don't understand what he's doing. Hmm. Um, uh, well, whatever. I mostly, I did not want to get into it. So I mostly just nodded my head and then it was like, so is your penis ready again? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. You want to keep talking? Oh good. That's fun. Uh, you want to talk about awfulness? Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about self harm. Um, before we jump into it, I wanted to, uh, read an email from, uh, from steve okay listeners your emails are awesome thank you so much but like do they have to make me cry all the time (laughs) yeah we like we're an inspiration we know thank you (laughs) (laughs) you can take down that hang in there cat poster because now you have us we get it um yeah, this is like one of the sweetest ones. We get a lot of emails about the depression episode in particular. Yeah. And um, this was, I won't read all of it, but part of, uh, he talked about how he has depression. Um, so I'll pick up a few paragraphs in. Um, After listening to the episode, I texted a friend who has had big depression issues in the past and shared with him that I was not in any danger, but for months, my depression has been getting worse. I explained the positive effect you guys had had, had on me and that I was telling him as a way to take one step away from the isolation that feeds depression. He was excellent, and we chatted for a while. Due to my conversation with him yesterday and this morning, which was a direct result of your podcast, today was a nice day. I don't remember the last time I honestly had a nice day. I don't know, which that right, mm-hmm. that right there, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you two debated much regarding doing a depression episode that focused on yourselves, but thank you for finding the strength and bravery to be honest. However, I refuse to thank you for the assortment of great depression jokes because they were fucking terrible (laughs) with appreciation and admiration, Steve. So like that was like the perfect example of our, like, (laughs) like that is who I hope our listeners are They're Well, they're fucking depressed, I guess, (laughs) but like, like, let me do the sincere, heartfelt thing. And then 
make a joke at your expense yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it was absolutely. hilarious yeah. but that was like it's so yes steve we did debate on do you think this is steve from jerry jerry springer do you think this is the bodyguard? I have no idea what the fuck you are talking about. You don't right remember now. when, like, so everyone, Jerry, Jerry, and then every, like, every now and then when the Steve the bodyguard would have to get involved, everyone would go, Steve, 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 Steve. No. Okay. Well. I have better taste in TV, I think. Which is really unfortunate. <laughs> Having crappy taste in TV is so much fun, Mike. Come down here to the low road. Get back to Steve. Oh, Steve, right. Thank Touching. you, Steve. You're very sweet. Thank you. Yes. Keep on keeping on, my friend. Yeah. And we uh, we did debate a lot about whether to do it. And um, and similarly, I I said, hey, we should talk about self-harm. But then I was like, yeah. or should we? That sounds heavy. But um, seeing this email helped convince me that, yes, it would be worthwhile. So uh, thank you, Steve. Uh, I'm gonna part the kimono here a little bit, and and I still don't just, know that I like that expression. I don't using. either. That's why I use it. <laughs> um, when when Kyle and I sit down and we're talking about like what our episode schedule is going to be like, we have a meeting and we sit down and we pitch ideas, and then uh, if if somebody says an idea out loud and the other one clearly is super uncomfortable <laughs> with it, like that's the worst idea ever, we have to do it. Yeah, that for we, some <laughs> reason that's a good episode idea or like we'll even say like hey i have this idea and i hate it and then it's like <laughs> we're doing we're doing it. Yeah, yeah we have to do that one this is definitely one of those yeah. so let's do it a little bit about about self-harm so first of all the, the question i think is what what do we mean by self-harm because like it pretty often people assume it just means cutting mm -hmm. right like that there's uh that's the most vis visible, I think, yeah. kind of self-injury. The definition is uh, any deliberate non-suicidal behavior that inflicts physical harm on your body and is aimed at relieving emotional distress, which I don't think I realized until I started reading this that like there's it's purposeful. Like mm -hmm. it's it's uh, people don't just do it for for fun and they don't just do it because they can't help themselves or that they don't uh like have control it's it's actually about control usually yeah. it's like i this this sucks and um I, the the injury provides sort of a um like a temporary relief to whatever it is that's going on yeah and i think the like differentiation between self-harm and suicide is an important thing that you said in there because i feel like some people may connect them and well, clearly they're related to some degree. It like, it is not about suicide. It's not that someone tried to kill themselves and didn't do it. It's, it's a totally different thing. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I'll find the statistic here in a little bit. There is, um, there's a correlation. There are a lot of people who self harm that go on to commit suicide, but they're not harming themselves. Like committing suicide looks different. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing something different. Yeah. Um, so about 170,000 people a year are admitted to hospital in the UK alone through self-harm injuries. Um, and what really sucks is that LGB people, they specifically removed the T, yeah. um, LGB people are three to six times more likely to self-harm than heterosexual people. Shit. I mean, it's not surprising given like our rates of suicide and, and mental illness are, are higher, but I didn't three to six. Jesus Christ. Yep. And it's estimated that 40% of all young LGB people self-harm or attempt suicide at least once. Whole 40%? 40%. Four out of 10. Oh, man. Three out of five. <laughs> Let's keep going <laughs> until forever. <laughs> um, And there... There has been research, or they're trying to research why exactly it is that that this is a particular problem for gay people. You've got the, your. I let me answer that. Okay, dumbasses. Hit it. Hit oh, it. it's the obvious reasons. Well, I don't feel like I can just be like you don't. I just the obvious things. Like we're like, I don't know. We're just like we have all this emotional emotional distress we get from being in the closet and people telling us we suck and we sh we should go to hell and all that like. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what the study said? <laughs> well, um, so th the easy stuff to prove has been uh, homophobic bullying, mm -hmm. hate crime, and isolation experienced by LGB hmm. people. 
Um, and I can, uh, like, even though they didn't include the T in there, I like, I always see the same thing. There is not that much research on trans people, which is crazy, but I would imagine the isolation for trans people would be even more cause it's even harder to find another trans person. Yep. Yep. Whew. Uh, so in 2005, a foundation in the UK reported that 73% of lesbian, gay, and bisexual people have experienced prejudice, discrimination, or harassment because of their sexual orientation. So like the chances, uh, three out of four gay people that you meet have had something awful happen to them because they're gay. Yeah. 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 And I think a lot of people have this mistaken idea that it's so accepted, but, and, and everything's fine. And, you know, you know, I've seen comments like that. Like, why are you still talking about this? Why are you talking about coming out? Like, you should just get over it because it's, but you can still find, it's so easy to find homophobic comments, homophobic remarks, homophobic people. Like, it's everywhere. Even when, you know, I think we dip back down, but even when we get to more acceptance of LGBT people, there's still going to be these negative, hateful comments. Yep, yep in the YouTube comments. Then they don't look at if you're any person of I don't know, if you're just a person, don't read the YouTube comments. Um so well, do you, UK are we are we trying to appeal to our our across the the waters I think listener? I'm displacing like if it's a problem over there then it's not a problem here so I don't have to feel as bad about it. Oh, okay. No, no, I'm I'm kidding. It's <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think uh we probably don't study it as much, I would guess. We're shitty at studying things that are important. <laughs> yes, exactly. And and the UK tracks pretty well to Americans in terms of psychology and mm. uh, attitudes. And we're a lot more similar than we think we are mm. to, to the UK. Um, so uh, back to the, the types of self-injury. There's, there's cutting, which is the most famous one. It starred in that amazing film, <laughs> My Cut, My Cut, <laughs> and My Dog. Cutting is the A list, and then like <laughs> so the but the B list celebrities in the self harm world are uh, uh, burning, oh. burning yourself. Hmm. Oh yeah, please. This is not a this is not an idea. This is not a list of ideas. <laughs> oh shit! You're right. This is a list of ideas though for someone that. Uh, skin picking, which is actually, I, I pick my cuticles. I don't know, th and uh, I always do it when I'm stressed out. I don't know if that would count under this umbrella or not. I think, it, going back to the definition, it's like, it's for an intent of relieving emotional distress. So I don't think you're doing it to, like, let me feel some pain to, like, relieve. Yeah, no, I, yeah, okay. I don't know. Well, you tell me. Again, let me talk about you. No, 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 no. <laughs> with, without uh, knowing. Interfering with healing of wounds. So picking at scabs, mm. pulling them off, that kind of thing. Um, let's see. Self-hitting, hair pulling. Um, those are the big ones. And the reasons that people say that they self-injure are es escaping intolerable emotions, producing pleasant feelings, because for some people it feels good. Uh, communicating with others, which I don't really understand, but that's a reason. Hmm. Um, maybe it's like a cry for help kind of a thing. Like, please, yeah. like let's. I want to talk about it. Uh, self nurturing, establishing control, and self punishment. Hmm. And uh, but the common theme of all of those is that self injury is a method of coping. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. Do I have more? I'm just nervously bracing myself for when I talk about my experiences, which I'm not excited about. I'm just hoping Steve appreciates this. <laughs> Steve. Steve. Tell us what you think. According to the Trevor Project, 75% of people that self-injure use multiple methods from that list. Hmm. Um, they, they don't... That tracks with me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Spoiler alert. We're talking about my experiences because I have self-harmed. Okay, I have no segue. You you have self-harmed. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, but yes. Let's do it. Consent? Consent Cons episode? <laughs> do you consent to talk about it? I consent to talk about it. Yeah, I do it. Okay. Great. So, do you want to take a break? <laughs> uh, should we? No, no, oh, okay. no, no. That was a joke. Cause I, um, yeah, I don't know what should I talk about. Um, I'm very uncomfortable right now, if you can't tell. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> you, you look uncomfortable, yeah. which is kind of your normal state. But, yeah. Um, I was. I started drawing on my paper. I'm like uh, fidgeting. Yeah, I'm uh, very uncomfortable right now. Okay. 
Let's start with a long, long time ago, because that usually is easier to talk about mm. the distant, distant past, because it's not quite as fresh. Yeah. Um, like, when, when, when does your story of self-harm start? The first time, well, I will go ahead and, like, even though you said long, one of the reasons I thought of this episode is because it happened recently, so yeah. we can talk about that. But, yeah, the first time um, that I did, it was in high school, and mm -hmm. it was, like, someone talked about this girl that wore long sweaters and always used to cover, like use the sleeve and cover most of her arm, yeah. like or most of her hand. Um, and, uh, someone said, mentioned like in passing, like, Oh yeah, she might do that. I think she does that. Cause she like cuts and wants to hide it. And like, that was, I literally never thought of that as oh. an option, mm -hmm. uh, which is why I'm worried that you gave that list of things. Mm. Cause like, it's very, at least for me was like based on suggestion and I like, um, and so I remember cutting, like I, so I mostly when I've done it, it's been cutting. Mm -hmm. Um, and I cut like the top of my hand, mm -hmm. like the opposite side of my palm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and with what, uh, at a pocket knife Okay. that, um, I got the, like the sharpest one. Right. Um, and, and, cut there and then i remember people a couple people at school saw it and they were like what is that and i said i like this was just the worst like the weirdest dumbest conversation between like idiots that has ever happened <laughs> because i was like oh i like That's a high bar you've said <laughs> <laughs> well i hope to um do do it justice uh, like i said oh i was making a sandwich and i cut myself and they were like how did you cut the top <laughs> like you must have and then they like kind of joked about it a little bit and then yeah. we never talked about it again yeah so it was like do you think they knew i don't know i mean they they had to know that was a, a the most ridiculous how do you cut the top of your hand like you are making a very odd sandwich sir <laughs> like they had to know so i well i don't know i don't know what they thought um, but yeah, we never talked. And then I realized like from then on that I would do it elsewhere in my body where people couldn't see it. Cause mm -hmm. even though it is like weirdly a cry for attention for me, um, afterwards I feel, I'm like, I feel ashamed that I did it. So I also then want to hide it and don't want, like, I don't want to get the attention from that. So it's sure, It's a weird mixture of wanting and not wanting attention. Yeah. 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 Do you remember why you started? What was going on for you? I remember, I mean, since I can remember, I've been depressed. So, um, I, yeah, I think it was emotion, like uh, the, the, like doing it to find a way to like control, uh, have control over things and, uh, kind of an outlet for these emotions that you don't know what to do with that really resonates with me. And, and now when I do it, um, it is because there is like, it's usually when I'm at my worst in terms of depression. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I get to those lows and I don't know what, like I have these times where I'm like, I, I don't know what else to do. I've, I've been crying and, and sometimes that helps, you know, sometimes after you cry, you feel better other times in these, you know, rarer, but like after I cry, it still hurts emotionally and it still sucks and i have no, i don't know what else to do yeah with myself yeah is, i mean is it a a desperate feeling um yeah 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 De definitely it's like a like a almost like a last resort kind of thing um i like uh the the most recent time i mentioned like the past this week i've been better but the past couple weeks mm -hmm. have been hard um i was like laying in bed. I was just sobbing and I like, it was, yeah, it was this feeling of, I was just like, I can't, I'm so depressed. I am so much in this like dark hole and cloud that I, I, I don't know what to do. And I was like angry at it and I was sad and, um, and it was the only thing I could think to do. Mm. Mm. What, what it, um, I went to my kitchen, I got a knife and I, that time I cut my most recent time. I still have, uh, the lines from it. I cut my shoulder. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the next day I did it again and I, um, so I have like four kind of cuts on my 
shoulder right now that are healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the, I was the, the second cut that I added the next day was very parallel to the first one. The other two were not. So I was very disappointed in that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I like, I, and I like the, it helps to have something to, I'm saying helps in a weird way. I know yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, not, yeah. it helps to have like, um, I feel like it would, I'm trying to like come up with it, like what it would feel like. Like if you're, I feel like it might feel like if you are, uh, on the operating table and I've heard those stories about people being awake through the, but then they Terrifies like to, the shit out of me, me too. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, bribe your anesthesiologist <laughs> that's not that word um yeah I, I i feel like it's that thing where you feel like I, i'm sure that's way more horrifying because i can't even imagine but like that idea of you like you are trapped and you can't move but there's all this pain and you just like it's almost like the cutting is the like release me from let me move and talk and say that i am lying here and I can feel everything it's like it's it's the only thing that I can think to do when I'm trapped in that position mm-hmm. um yeah is there a relief yeah 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 so it, it does help and then um I like when I can like actually see it forming so I can see like at first it's not bleeding but I see kind of the skin part and then it starts to bleed and I, I don't know. I, and some like, so if I've cut deep enough, then I, then I makes me weirdly happy that I, and then if I don't do it that hard and, and it's not that good again, I know that's a fucked up way to think about it. Like then I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't do it as well as I could have. Hmm. There's this like, there's a weird like internal logic to that. Right. Like, it's as much as you think it doesn't make sense. It actually does. Yeah. Um, it really sucks. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, I just feel like I already said a lot. And I, <laughs> do we need to tell some jokes about the great depression for Steve? <laughs> right. I hear he loved them. <laughs> um, sure. No, I don't have one. I don't have one either. You know what the worst part about the Great Depression was? What? Everyone cut themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the other way, so I, I've actually done, um, the other thing, I've only done this one, so usually it's cutting, but the other thing I've done before is, um, I forget if it's like all the knives, or if it didn't have knives in my new place, or if they were all like in the dishwasher. Um and I'm, I'm at least sanitary. I use clean knives, <laughs> which that's good, I guess. Um, and uh, yeah, I, uh, so I, that, like I didn't have anything. So I just started throwing my arms against the corner of the wall. Yeah. Um, and like the, I don't know, my forearm, like the, the, the soft part of what's that side called? I don't know. Yeah. The side that your palm is on. Like I yeah. threw that against the corner of the wall and I just did it over and over. And that was one I didn't get the immediate relief of seeing yeah. it. Yeah. And then later it showed up and was, was bruised on both my arms. Um, and, but, but yeah, I just like sat there and like kept doing it over and over and over until it hurt enough. Yeah. Yeah. You, you told me about that too. Oh, I did. Yeah. Well, I remember you were the first person that I ever talked to about this and that was very uncomfortable, hmm. very hard. Hmm. Um, but I'm very glad that, um, you know, just like a lot of things that we've shared with each other, it's really great to have a person like you that I can tell those things and I know won't freak out. Um, will still listen and like some people want to avoid or dodge that topic and you don't do that. Um, or fix it or try to fix it like you're uh, you know you listen and validate so you know i definitely recommend if you have someone in your life that you know you think you can is that kind of person you know it's fucking scary mm. um but it's been and i i'm it's even like still i you know i didn't tell you about the most recent time i'm i'm mm. um 
you know, it's not like depression. I'm pretty good at now. Maybe it's just practice that I will tell you mm-hmm. like when I'm depressed and it's, I mean, it's all the time. <laughs> so it's pretty easy, <laughs> but like, I, I don't know, Yeah. I'm not as open about the self harm part, but, um, yeah, I really like that. I have someone like you to talk to. So even if it's not, um, you know, if it's not someone, you know, personally, then having someone like a counselor, uh, a teacher, uh, you know, the Trevor project, um, you know, talking to someone about it and having them not freak out is really helpful. Our hotline is five eight five. No, don't <laughs> reach out to us. We will not help you. We <laughs> please seek someone legitimate to help you. Uh, I'm I'm glad that you feel like you can depend on me, yeah. even if only a little bit. Yeah. And the same. We've we've been through a lot actually. Yeah. And uh, um, yeah, I'm sorry that that's a struggle. Yeah. Oh, why do you think you use clean knives? Because the connection I was trying to make is like. It proves that it's not about suicide, mm. right? Yeah. If I was like trying to kill myself, I would like, it would literally not matter what kind of, it doesn't matter if I get an infection cause I'm dead, dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, I don't know. You don't weirdly logical. Like you don't use dirty knives. Like mm-hmm. that's just like a, I don't want, I don't know. You just are supposed to wash knives before you use them. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I just got dirty shit all over my kitchen. I don't know. It's just like, yeah, it's it's almost like just because you're super fucked up in one way doesn't mean like you're fucked up in all ways. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I wash my dishes and things are supposed to be clean before you use them. And that's just something I know and do. But well, we're also not fucked up. Eh, sometimes it feels like that. I'm sure it does. I also have a weird what's also weird to me about talking about self-harm is that um it's it comes and goes but like you know I could probably count on one hand that's not true two hands the number of times I've actually done it mm-hmm. so like I have this weird way of like distancing myself from or denying the reality of it and saying like oh, okay like even though I've done it it's not really me and it's you know it's not there are people that do that all the time and that's not what i do so it's mm-hmm. only happened a few times so it, so that's not actually me so self-harming you know i, I don't identify with that and it, that's not doesn't describe me yeah and i don't know why i do that i feel like you know that's what i did about being gay for a long time i i think that's a pattern that's shown up in my life of trying to i don't know deny the reality of what's happening or, or say that this terrible thing isn't me and, yeah. and putting it aside. Maybe it's like trying to put it aside in my head or, or make compartmentalizing. Myself, yeah. Yeah. yeah car, definitely car, compartmentalizing or like, and, and also I think a little bit of denial, um, a little bit of like, I feel, okay, this is really weird, but like a little bit of the perfectionist in me, like if I was really, self it was if i was actually a self harmer i would do it on a regular basis but that is not what i do so that's not like Mm. uh, it's weird talking about being a perfectionist at self-harming but well yeah there's like (laughs) yeah yeah i liked your (laughs) yeah um yeah (laughs) it's almost like beating yourself up in in a way like not a self-harmer i would be better at it thank you i would (laughs) (laughs) i can cut myself real nice (laughs) um are there warning signs before before it happens like could you could you tell this is where i'm headed Hmm. when i'm really depressed so you know when i'm like super depressed yeah um that's usually around the time Mm um uh you know a lot of times uh the isolation part like uh, in general i'm very connected to friends and um, people and uh, but when i am isolating myself that goes along with the depression. I think that also leads to, um, you know, it allows you to, to do this spiral and no one's there to kind of stop you or pull you out of it. And, and I think that spiral then at the bottom of that spiral is the only way out or I don't know, to, to manage at the bottom when you're at the bottom of it is self-harm. So because you're doing better, Mm -hmm. uh, you're right. I totally know when you're struggling, whether you think I do or not. Mm-hmm. And um, 
So there's this struggle of, I know he isn't doing well. I know that he wants to isolate himself because that's part of the whole spiel. Mm -hmm. Should I just go break into your building and knock <laughs> on your door? Uh, no. That doesn't sound like a no. It doesn't sound like a no. I don't... <laughs> Probably not because like I'm a person that takes a while to process things. So mm -hmm. if someone just shows up at my door, I don't want to go. It's the same as like if someone says like right now, let's go get drinks. Well, I'm not drinking, but like <laughs> let's go get burgers. No, that sounds great. The bad examples, <laughs> but like let's go, let's go out right now. Yeah. I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm sleeping. Uh, like, yeah. but if someone says, hey, I'm want to go out in 30 minutes. You think about whether you want to come. I'll check in in 30 minutes. Then my brain has the time it needs to like, oh, okay, I might be going out. Okay, I got to get ready. So like I got it. So showing up at my door, not good. Because I'll be like, get out of here. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But if it was like, hey, you know, it's Saturday morning. And like, hey, I'm, or you knowing us, it's Saturday afternoon. And I woke yeah, morning. up. Morning. Morning. <laughs> 2 p.m. morning. Um, and I, hey, in 30 minutes, I'm going to come to your place and, and wait outside. I want to do, you know, we can do whatever you want, even if it's a five minute walk or a walk around the block, mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to be here at this time. You know, I'd love for you to come down. You know, mm -hmm. that's probably the, a way to, um, help get out of, I mean, li literally like get out of the place you're in, like literally leave your place. Cause yeah. my, uh, like, it's weird. Cause my home, my, my condo is my safe place, but it's also where the bad thoughts happen mm -hmm. and the, the self-harm happens. So it's a weird mixture of, you know, safe and not safe for me. So getting out of that is often really helpful. A cocoon filled with knives. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a comfy sleeping bag <laughs> that has like tacks in it. Porcupines. Porcupines. <laughs> a porcupine filled avocado. So... I thought this was really interesting on the Trevor Project's website. They have a whole section about support for people who uh, have self-injury as part of their their universe. And uh, what I, they go through, it's specifically about cutting, mm -hmm. but um, they say not everybody does it for the same reasons mm -hmm. and not everybody does it with the same outcome that they want. So uh, there's this, there are four different things. If cutting helps release anger, try hitting a pillow, stomping on the ground, ripping up pieces of paper, flatten cans with your bare hands. Um, it, I want to get my therapist used to tell me, because I talked to her about it. Um, she used to tell me put a rubber band around your my wrist and like pull it and snap it. If cutting reduces tension, run, do yoga, meditate, or stretch a rubber band and let it go. If cutting helps you feel less numb, create a sharp physical feeling like putting your hand in ice water, snapping a rubber band on your wrist, or clapping your hands really hard. And if cutting helps really uh, it helps ease sadness, chat with a friend, listen to your favorite song, eat some comfort food, write down your feelings, or do something that makes you feel supported. Mm -hmm. I, I thought that was really interesting. Like, I've heard the rubber band thing before, mm -hmm. but I've also heard people say, that's fucking stupid. That's what I thought when I like nodded along, but I was like, mm -mm. but if, if this list is to be believed, that's just for people who cut to not feel numb. Right, right, right. Which I don't think sounds like your problem. No, 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 no. So. I would like feeling numb. <laughs> like that's my ideal. Like I would love to not have these feelings. Yeah. I, um, well, and something we didn't talk about is uh, it's not, it's not technically self harm. But there are a lot of self-destructive things mm. that you you can go to when you're in a shitty place. Also, like alcohol, yeah. right? Like that's a real easy. Like I forget my problems when I drink. That's why I drink, right? Yeah. And and um, for me, even like weirdly, like staying up late, like yeah. then makes me tired the next day, and it's obviously not as like you know, it's not on the same level as actual like cutting or whatever. But it's just one of these weird ways I. I know I'm doing it and screwing myself over, but just then I, the next day I feel something. Sex, especially unsafe sex mm. is on that list. 
Check. Um, shopping. People like to buy shit. It makes them. It's a little dopamine kick that oh. they got a new shiny whatever in their life. No, no, no. Let's go back to the sex one. Uh, <laughs> gambling. Same thing. Oh. There's a. There's that momentary Sometimes. euphoria from winning. Yeah. Or even just the thrill of the risk. Losing still feels good. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine. I can't imagine being in like I'm thinking back to my most recent episode. Is that, I don't know. Um, episode that makes it sound like a TV show, but um, in- incident. incident that makes it sound like an accident. Yeah, it was intentional. My most recent success story. <laughs> <laughs> my most recent slicey dicey. Um, God, we're the fucking worst. Okay, my um, and I cannot imagine being in that place and being like, Oh, let me write down my thoughts in a journal. Like I it's, it is really hard to picture myself doing some of those things. Um, and then again, like maybe I should just have a list of those sitting up somewhere so that I like, so it reminds me when I'm in there. Yeah. Um, when I actually the, this is weird. I just remembered like my last time I, uh, one of the things that like kind of like I was in this place, I was like, you know, like I mentioned, like crying. I didn't know what to do. I was angry at my dog for not coming up to me and like cuddling with me because he should have known that I'm crying mm-hmm. and and he's supposed to sense that and lay next to me, which is like weird to be angry at my dog. My dog's the best. So I, like <laughs> the, and then so I like made him come up and cuddle with me and I in my mind, I had this intrusive thought of you should throw him against the wall. Mm-hmm. And that's when that is like what pushed me over. I was already like almost there, but that just pushed me over the edge. And I was like, what kind of fucked up person am I that I'm thinking about this? Like my, I love my dog. He is more important than most any person I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the sweetest dog. Like he's just really important to me. And the fact that I could have that thought and I was a little bit worried that I would even do it like and so i like immediately let him go and that's when i went to get the knife Hmm. Hmm. that's heartbreaking is that why you wanted me to hang on to him for a while no um that was because i didn't feel like i was being as part of my depression i didn't feel like i was being a good parent to him and i wasn't doing like taking care of him like i should so i needed someone else to be there okay yeah that's rough those those thoughts that you get man that mm. like you can't get rid of them like it, like those it's like having a song on repeat but instead it's some fucked up shit right yeah like yeah and like the reaching out to people that's another thing like i think about that and then i'm like in this spiral of things i'm like no one can help you right now like mm. they either they won't get it or no one will care or like things i logically know aren't true but like I, it's just like you are all alone and you can't and and you can't deal with this yeah. Yeah. Or or you don't deserve them or they they shouldn't have to put up with your shit. Yeah. Or Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think them not like how can I put this burden on someone else is a really big part of it. Even though I have so many great friends that proactively reach out to me and are like, you know, in spite of you can all the logic in the world doesn't help that feeling. Yeah. Feelings are stupid. Feelings are so dumb. <laughs> I'm telling you, numb. That's the way to go. Um should we take a break? Let's take a break. That, that was kind of a, that was not a full throated endorsement of break time. <laughs> I'm saving my full throat for some full throat <laughs> activities after this. I, I am not. Yeah, after talking about all that shit, I'm feel I need to like I need to go listen to some Kesha or something. I'm gonna drink some more scotch <laughs> and watch you listen to Kesha. <laughs> this will be fun. We'll do it on the air if the next. Mi- five minutes or silence it's because i'm listening to cash in my headphones yeah let's take a break okay let's take a break 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 <laughs> fuck you kyle <laughs> this is the part where mike and kyle take a break hey there podcast listener my name's andrew gerza and i want to tell you all about my podcast disability after dark the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability Each week, we have candid conversations about sexuality and disability, a topic most people are too scared to talk about. We've shared awkward sex stories that can only happen when you're disabled, had amazing guests on the show bring their own experiences, 
and so much more. So download Disability After Dark wherever you get your podcasts, and let's shine a light on sex and disability together. Are we back? <laughs> We're back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. We're going to do our gaze straightest. I shook it off a little bit gonna pretend like the past hour didn't happen and we're gonna move forward Uh, i thought maybe you you meant you went pee and you shook it oh yeah yeah that too okay i listened to the song shake it off by taylor swift i just did all the shake it off things that needed to happen okay great yeah yeah we're moved on everything's better uh our website is (laughs) gayishpodcast.com our twitter is at gayishpodcast uh you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash gayishpodcast and that group is fun as fuck it is there's a um someone just posted adam eyebrows oh stewart uh posted adam eyebrows uh or ordering like putting in order the uh winter olympics uh <laughs> activities or events in order of best to worst or something like that that's pretty great yeah there are cool things in there well, this this whole thing is getting so fucking long if i were them i would be skipping 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 um our instagram is gayish podcast and our hotline it is 5855 gayish that's 585-542-9474 standard rates apply leave us a voicemail or a text message we love it it's getting hard to get back to everybody, though. Yeah, yeah. We, we we do... I hope people believe us when we say this. We literally read everything we get. Some things I read to, twice. Yeah, just, yeah. Just because, like, it, they're very validating. Steve! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, same. Same Z's. Same Arama. Um, but, yes, we do read everything. We're, we are having trouble getting back to everyone, so it's not... Um, hopefully, people don't take it personally. No, we'll just get an intern and make them pretend to be us and get back to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Can we have a sexy intern? Ooh. By the way, we're now accepting applications for sexy intern. (laughs) Um, Please send in your qualifications and several digital photos. uh, Of we. Okay. We shouldn't tell them of what? The right you one. Know. You know. You know what the. <laughs> this is going to be like. We don't know. I can't define a sexy intern, but I'll know it when I see it. Yeah. 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 Uh. Gay Australians. Yeah. Okay. I wanted. Oh, please rate, review, and subscribe. Oh, the rate, three R's. Re- yeah. We. I have not seen any new Kyle's. Great. This. <laughs> I was worried that after the last time where I was like, you know, it's three to one, Mike's winning. And now let me talk about my self-harm. And it's like, this was not a pity cry for, but if that's what it took to get you to rate, I don't know. Sure. I'll, I'll do it a little more just for you. Say nice things about Kyle. <laughs> no, don't do it. The, I don't. the skin you save is his. <laughs> oh God. Well, do not put that on listeners. Do please do not do that. Um, I thought before we talk about gayest and straightest, we have a lot of new listeners. Um, yeah. So I thought we should kind of like step back and explain why we're doing this, the gayest and straightest, because we haven't done that in a while. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the I don't know that we've always necessarily followed the mission, but the mission of the podcast <laughs> has been to talk about gay stereotypes and straight stereotypes and how Kyle and I fit some on the gay side we fit some on the straight side and then the opposite there's some gay stereotypes that do not apply to me and um so and i think everyone falls somewhere in that spectrum so my belief is everyone has like these stereotypes are so silly because everyone has some of these um so we're trying to point out like we are not just all the gay stereotype we're some of those we're also some of the straight stereotypes so that's why we talk about this there's a little bit of gay and a little bit of straight in me every week (laughs) (laughs) except not i haven't got laid up since december i was gonna say for me it's usually every weekend (laughs) we're on the same page i'll let you know when i hook up with that straight guy again so that you i can invite you over and you can yell at him that'll be fun is it gonna be straight or is it gonna be fake straight fate (laughs) Strike, strike. <laughs> uh, gayest and straightest. Our gayest and straightest. Um, so, the gayest thing about me this week, I actually went with a friend over to Bellevue today to uh, go shopping at Bellevue Square, a big mall over there. Which I'm trying to think of how to describe Bellevue for people who don't live here. It's like if there was going to be a Real Housewives Seattle, it would be filmed in Bellevue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Everything is a 90 degree angle in Bellevue. Like just <laughs> Yeah. Everything is is white and I mean that like you walk into any apartment and it's just beige, beige like and the, and like the people it's just everything about it is white. Yep. Yep. Um 
But we went to the Macy's so that my friend could, uh, Jake, my friend Jake could get some Nespresso pods. Oh, yeah, yeah, Um, And I did not, he introduced me to this person that he used to work with. I didn't hear a single word that she said because I was gawking at these two hot daddies. <laughs> they were just <laughs> hot. They were like, like fit like fit enough that you could see under their like weird straight looking sweater yeah they were fit yeah and like totally like khakis and a really fitted sweater and like asking questions about nespresso it was like at two o'clock in the afternoon who like who are these people hey daddies yeah what are you doing yeah you don't have a son (laughs) yeah but there were two of them Mm. they were both like double daddy double daddy date date, (laughs) dude um anyway so just following them around the macy's store i felt, I felt pretty, pretty gay at any point did she say hey my eyes are over here <laughs> no she should have yeah probably no, she should have uh and the straightest thing about me this week uh, i i started a new diet i'm wait okay sorry i if anyone ever catches you looking away at a um at a hot dude and they call you out on it tell them you have two lazy eyes that point in the same direction <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll feel really bad about themselves and later google if that's a thing yeah right <laughs> okay it gets you out of the situation yeah 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 the, yeah they'll the figure out you're lying later but you don't you can never see them again so you're fine <laughs> <laughs> the strangest thing about me this week i started a diet and doing keto which basically is like no fun whatsoever it's, there's <laughs> no carbs it's just meat and vegetables and... okay meat is incredible well yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little fun. But n- like no rice, no pasta, no bread, no crackers, no cookies, no sugar, no like s- fucking like hmm. I'm going to be real fucking thin soon. <laughs> Except probably not. Give it um, give it a week. Yeah, yeah, give it a week. Ugh. Anyway, uh, unlike other diets that I've done in the past, though, this one allows clear spirits. So I have been drinking scotch. Scotch isn't clear. Uh, it, it counts. Like there's a list, there's a list of stuff. Like there, some whiskeys are okay, um, and then all like vodka and gin and and the clear ones are, are rum are are okay also. But with no mixers, and Scotch is the only one on the list that I can drink like more or less straight or mm. with a little bit of water. But I realized that like that's like straight dude Valhalla. Like they they expect they expect someday to just drink scotch and smoke cigars. Like mm-hmm. that's that's like what they want out of their existence. Yeah. So I'm, I'm feeling very straight. Well, you said a word, Valhalla. Valhalla? What is that? Uh, let's see. Valhalla is, is... I don't know why I ask you questions I don't care about. I always do this. I literally don't care about the answer. You're, but tell me, but I don't know why I ask these things. Oh, All I'll right. give you the short answer because you don't care. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. And then I just said I don't care. Okay, what? Heaven in Norse mythology. Okay, that was great. If maybe if you if every question I asked you answered that succinctly, maybe I would care more. <laughs> well, you wouldn't like me anymore. <laughs> you you're like let me back up to don't the... take away half of my speaking time. <laughs> <laughs> let me start at the year three. <laughs> like, oh God. Okay. Um, my uh, gayest thing is that um, so I've been. Uh, e- It'll, this will be last week for you people because we are in we're in the past now to you. We're in the future. No, we're in the past. We're somewhere in the time space continuum. Where's Doctor Who? Doctor okay. Who? Yeah, that, that Who? Worked. Who? What? Um, uh, I started thinking about time and space and I got lost. Um, <laughs> um, I was watching Jessica, the first season of Jessica Jones again. Because season two is coming out. Season two is out today for us. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, talking about no sleep again. Um, yeah. But it's overrated. You wait, sleep or Jessica Jones? Sleep. Oh, okay. We were about to be in a fight. Um, <laughs> you're good. Um, no, I love her. Okay. Um, like, I and I love TV shows with strong female protagonists. And that's not like me trying to be a liberal. I'm not trying to women matter things. I mean, they do in great, but like I'm not, this is not an attempt on my part to like, I just. You're not forcing yourself to watch these shows because you think it makes you a good person. You legit actually are drawn to them. Yeah. Yeah. 30 Rock, Parks and Rec, uh, Law and Order SVU. Like these are some of my favorite shows. And um, so I think that's kind of a, 
gay thing to like relate more to shows with the female protagonist. Absolutely. And you're like, I get it, Jessica Jones. I have feelings that I stuff down too. <laughs> yeah. And then she like freaks out and she, yells at people and hits things. Yeah. She, well, yeah, we handle apparently our <laughs> stress differently. Okay. Um, you both know how to use a knife though. Like, <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you think Jesus ever cut himself? Or it's just... Yeah, hit other people do it for him. Yeah, all right. Yeah, outsource that shit. Um, I'm too fancy. <laughs> um, God. Uh, the straightest thing about me is I have a bunch of shit plugged in from my TV. Like, I have all these things plugged in to uh, that long plug holder. Power strip? Yep. It's, I was, I want to say like, it's the plug connector where all the plugs go to hang out. It's the plug disco. Yes. The power strip. Um, and I feel like when you're gay, like that part of like having a tidy place that's nice and neat is like having organized cords. And like, even if you do have cords, they like all go like they're at nice, neat lines and they, what? I was just looking over at that fucking rat's nest of bullshit coming out of my TV. Yep. (laughs) Same. That is exactly what it looks like for me, except they all end at the, the plug party. Yeah. Um, at the end, the plug orgy, the plug, the plurgy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The yeah, and it's just sitting in the middle of the living room, and it looks terrible. But I don't, it's, I don't, I don't care about. You're the only one that lives there. Fuck everybody else. Exactly. No, literally, fuck everyone. Fuck else. everyone. Like, everyone. You're, you're, you're does, trying. Yeah, I'm trying. Everybody that I haven't fucked yet. Come give me it. a call <laughs> when I'm not cutting. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so that's it. That's it. This has been Gayish. A special thank you, as always, to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. Uh, thank you to everyone who's written in um, about the episodes about depression and consent. Those were some of the hardest episodes to record, and, and that helps give us some of the energy and, and validation that you know helps us do these other hard episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you to the Trevor Project for being awesome and caring about gay people, especially gay youth that self injure or risk suicide. Uh, if you are if you're feeling suicidal or that you are about to harm yourself, please know that you are not alone. You can call the Trevor Lifeline at 1-866-488-7386. And also, you're welcome, Trevor Project, for $100. We just put you over the edge yeah. of glory. Over the edge. I don't know. <laughs> we made them jump. I think no, no, no. <laughs> I meant like our donation helped them get to the place they want to be. All right. Suicide jokes are not funny, but I'm laughing. <laughs> I don't know. There's, I mean, like, what else? What the fuck else are you gonna do? You know, I feel like it's helpful. Uh, I also, I want to thank uh, Gus Kenworthy and his boyfriend for being fucking adorable. Adorable as fuck. I. This is the longest thank yous ever. I want to thank mm-hmm. the gentle breeze that <laughs> caresses me on my way to work. I don't know. No, we can. Let's end this All right. travesty. Uh, that's it. This that's has it. been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next what week. Keep your arms safe. I take girls well, you'll see me next week. Kyle's sort of a game day decision at this point. And I and hear me as I will sing Hey, and by the way Do you hear what your words bring? Oh, P.S. I'm gay Thought I was going to get a pass on the fuck yous this time. Oh, no. Nope, never? No. Okay.